0: The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Trevor Flynn. And I'm Jack Newman. Welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week, we're going back to digital media forms. We're going to be checking out Loki. Uh yeah, I think this is going to air right after our review. So it's been a two weeks of Marvel. We just uh, finished up Black Widow and uh, yeah, we're going into one more uh, Marvel Universe or I guess the final so far Marvel universe uh television series which has been direct to disney uh disney plus uh this is loki starring tom hiddleston he returns after stealing the tesseract during the events of avengers Endgame. an alternate version of loki is brought I, I, it's so confusing that he steals it from avengers Endgame because technically it's the first movie in which he steals it so that 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 sentence like breaks <laughs> my fucking brain <laughs> because he is the original avengers loki but i, I really like i really like had to like hold it in to not like nerd about it for us, like I, I really had to like not because i like immediately like my nerd like gasm went off and i like i was like i need to correct you about this detail about the marvel universe you son of a bitch how dare you edit a wikipedia entry that i did not approve uh anyways yeah that's a dark version of jack I, and then <laughs> <laughs> what trevor don't, don't I, was gonna <laughs> say, I
1: was gonna say something caddy like i'm sure this will be par, par for the course but i thought better
0: of it <laughs> Ouch. Okay. And an alternate version of Loki is brought to the mysterious time variance authority, a bureaucratic organization that exists outside of time and space and monitors the timeline. And ironically, it seems to exist in like the 1960s to seventies. Uh, they give Loki a chance face being a, a face being erased from existence due to being a time variant or help fix the timeline and stop a greater threat. Loki ends up trapped in his own crime thriller traveling through time. Yeah. So it's a lot more to this than that. Again, it's currently it's going to it's it's, it's there's six episodes. Uh, this is season one. It is scheduled for a season two. That is an important factor about how it ends that we need to talk about. Executive producer was Kevin Feige, uh, producers Louis Luis Esposito, Victoria Alonso, Stephanie Bears. sorry, I, Tom Hiddleston was an executive producer, was the thing that I really want to say on this. Uh, he was an executive producer. Cinematography was Autumn durand uh, Arcapa and I want to get to her later. Or, sorry, uh, I don't actually know their gender, to be honest. I just assumed. Uh, she, she was a cinematographer for Gia Cooper and Palo Alto. Yep, yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. That's what I wanted to get to, but I'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is a Disney plus original series. It is Marvel Cinematic Universe. Loki gets uh, the time variant. Loki goes off and explores the larger uh, multiverse. And I think the first off shocking thing about this series is just how much they changed the Marvel Cinematic Universe in their fucking television show. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm this is the thing, too, because it's like we were all sitting there. It was like, oh, I can't believe they're introducing the new Captain America and that. And I'm like, that's small potatoes to what just fucking happened in this show and it's
2: this this was some kingdom Hearts shit where they were like hey so yeah you're only gonna have three actual console games but you're going to have several handheld games we highly suggest you play (laughs) all of them because there are extremely (laughs) like like essential uh story beats that you need to know from the DS. Other, like,
0: what? Huh? Otherwise, you won't get the full experience. And also... You'll-
2: You'll be watching this intro wondering what am I looking at, which is exactly what happened to me when I played Kingdom Hearts two because that was the first one I played, and I was just like, "Who was who this guy in the black coat?" I had to go back and find out. Oh, that's Marluxia.
0: <laughs> Obviously, this is what we're how we're going to keep the 3ds afloat ten years after it was a relevant console. Sorry. Da, da, da. Okay. Apparently, Peter and me had a lot of steam to talk about there. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, holy shit!
2: <laughs> but no, but no, you're right. It, it's 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 crazy that. That that they that they decided to use just one season of a six of a six episode yeah. Yeah. show to say hey um what you thought was gonna like already be kind of like kind of like like reality changing from one division yeah we're gonna like outdo that in just six episodes rather than nine and this is actually legitimately important yeah.
0: And, and I think that's, I think that's kind of the underlying thing. That's like, I, I think, I think one of the things too, we got to take a step back because we are here to technically review the show and the show is very different from the ending. Cause the ending, I will say the final episode of Loki is like, bah, 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 bah. and even the rest of the show itself is like, there's time, there's a time variance authority. So the, at the essence of it, it is turned from the very beginning of the show. It turned the Marvel cinematic universe on its head, but then the ending very much opens up the mo- multiverse war and probably probably teases the next big avengers villain uh which we'll get to in the end again i wanted before we get into all this like this is a spoiler cast we will be spoiling everything nothing is sacred do not whine to me after the fact somebody always whines on twitter and i'm like what the fuck how did that happen i don't understand Mm -hmm. like i fucking say it up front all the fucking time i yell at these guys i yell at myself i said out loud it's a spoiler cast we're gonna talk about loki so if you haven't seen loki don't fucking if, you, if you're scared of spoilers, don't what? OK, all right. Done. All right. If you're scared of spoilers, watch the show. Yeah, I think I think that is a good take. And I want to go around the horn right here. But I think I know of the top this. I really did like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and I liked WandaVision. I thought both had false. Uh, this is pretty good overall. And I think that's the thing, too. This is the first one. That I felt like ended very strongly, which is probably my issue with the two previous shows. I think I very I think I really like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I think that like due to some writing constraints and other things and cut timelines, I do think that the ending does not make a whole lot of sense at points. And I think overall, the show is still something that I loved. And I think I, I mean, and I, I was, was going to say it, me and Peter were the Falcon and the Winter Soldier fans. Uh, I think that I don't know well, I don't want to put. Trevor in a box here. I gave it a
1: seven, but I kept saying it was a mess. So take that as you will. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I I do think, I do think I I give like a lot of credit to them, but I, I'm not, I'm not saying something similar. I gave it a high score because I enjoyed it, but I, I don't disagree with the notion that it is a mess. And I think that's the issue. Uh, I think the ending is a mess. I don't think the first, bit of it is a mess i think i think i think the issue of not revealing carly's timeline or sorry carly's plot thread like they changed carly's plot thread through that movie and as it progresses it gets worse and worse that we don't know why the fuck she's motivated uh and then at the end it's very hard for sam to give his speech not knowing what he's talking against in the context of Carly or how she's trying to contextualize Carly because there's nothing to there to, to contextualize. So it's just suddenly he cares about this random woman who is blowing up cops for no reason. And it's just sort of like it is. Not cops, sorry. That's, you know, that makes it sound more political. He's like, don't call them
1: terrorists, even though they're using terrorist tactics and we don't really have a human insight. I really wanted like a prologue scene. I keep thinking back to this where like we see somebody getting supplanted or, or whatever the word is, like where they don't have a home anymore. Like we needed something like that. I think.
0: I I do too. I I think we need, we needed to explain as to why the world was fucked. And I feel like that was something that that was a missed opportunity. But again, I'm not. I really enjoyed that they put all their CG budget into Falcon flying around, and those were really cool scenes. So maybe it depends on how you look at it. The budget that was used there was really did get me involved. Now, let's talk about this, which is all about Tom Hiddleston looking cute, and he manages that shit okay (laughs) like i was i was about to say like i don't want to i don't want to shit on the other actors because there's a lot of avengers that have now been in television series but like god damn (laughs) like
2: (laughs) it's like tom hiddleston has tom hiddleston and 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 loki in this show have the ability to to have the ability to, to ride the line between being both hella sexy but also fucking adorable <laughs> and just and just really charming with with and just really charming with with that with, with how with how he played loki in this way like it was it, it was fun to watch to, to, it was fun to, to 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 watch this character kind of recontextualize themselves again because because they did because we're looking at a version of them that didn't go through all of the character development of like the past, like five, six years in, 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 in film.
0: The- yeah the core thing that works in this show for me is the underlying relationship between Sylvie and Loki Yeah, the element of Loki meeting himself and his big betrayal in the context is that he was lied to by his father about his heritage that's his big betrayal in the context of the Marvel Universe and realizing now that he lies to everybody and realizing that he's lying to himself and hurting himself but somebody that can't be trusted and is outside the context of that ex- existing lie literally it just it's just such a a great thing having somebody show up that is yourself and both loving them but also hating them for their faults and realizing your own faults and having a mirror there and just the progression of that relationship in the context of the show and also just the underlying joke that loki would fall in love with himself because he's so self-satisfied is just so fucking good (laughs) like and i'm just sort of amazed like is anyone else like it's like this is a level beyond incest this is I mean, masturbation. I, I,
1: I, I do think the show is like conscious of how weird it is, and is like kind of like trying to bring you on board sometimes, but like also like totally. They the play line a theremin
0: like, in the background of the, the scene. They a, of them kissing. They a play theremin? a theremin. Like that- a, oh yeah. Like played oh, a, they yeah. played a Star Trek music in the background of that scene. They I, fucking I, know. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah.
2: I came, I came up with with my with my own kind of head cannon for 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 the kind of like the the symbology behind using a, a theremin, like like an episode four when I finally thought about it, and I'll I'll, I'll I'll get to that in a second. But no, I I just wanted to say with with the whole, with the whole like potentially mass mas- masturbatory nature of, of him like loving himself through Sylvie, um, there was a TikTok I watched literally earlier today, and he and, and they got the guy with the guy was like so i watched loki earlier today finished the, or at least episode six and for anyone who was on tumblr from the year about 2012 to about to like 20 to 2018 because of all of the shit we saw from like from like supernatural to dr who to rick and morty yeah all of all of the weird shit we saw we watched this episode and did not bat an eye and i was like oh my god he's right yeah <laughs> i was i was someone who did not have to be convinced hey go along with this because i was like i've seen so much worse a kiss is nothing and that's so disturbing to say
0: i, I think <laughs> i do think it is like one of those things that like and, and i don't want to signal out rick and morty as the thing that comes to mind here but i do think there has been like a seismic change and like our viewing experience, that's like mm-hmm, kind of feels mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. due to COVID a little bit. I mean, there's other yeah. things too, but there's like been there's been like series that have pushed the envelope, and it's funny to me that like here's what I will say: Marvel going here is weird, and I love weird. It. It's, it's weird. It's weird, and
2: it's unexpected.
0: It's it's unexpected, and it's also like this is this is what they should be doing with these series. Like, and I think that's the thing. Like, if you're not gonna make a full length movie about, I, I, I don't actually, I, th- I feel like. Black Panther was a better movie about, like, in terms of internal, like, I well, I don't know. It's maybe re- more representative because the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was about policing and black culture and other things else. If you want to, I, I don't, I'm not describing it particularly well. I don't think, I don't think that they were trying to sh- <sighs> They did Black Panther, so I don't think they're trying to put – I don't want to have them the idea that they putting taking a serious subject and putting it to a show because it's easier, right? Versus, like, here, I do definitely feel like they're like, this is too weird for a movie. Let's make it a television show. <laughs> like, And I think that's it's exactly – to It's too <laughs>
2: weird to put in a big, huge summer blockbuster film let's at least put let's just put it in a show so that if you don't like it you can just skip past that five minutes and be done with it rather than it being an entire plot point that you pay 10 bucks for
0: right i think
1: the use of the theremin is like the epitome of that because now that i think and know what you're talking about like in the early episodes i think that's really signaling like kind of the the style that we're inhabiting when it comes to sci-fi here and just kind of letting the freak flag fly really early and just kind of yeah. signaling what this is in a way that Dude. I do adore. Uh, the you know? set design? Uh, the yes. set
0: design. <laughs> yes. Like, it was but, just such uh, an excuse to put Loki uh, in uh, shirts. Uh, and uh, I'm uh, just like, chef, oh! Chef's kiss. Or like him, like secretly being DB Cooper. I loved every. I did not second get of that. that at
1: all. But like, as soon as it was explained you're not to a tr- me, you're, you're I not did a true crime
0: it. buff. I love you. Yeah. Like, I live with a lawyer. I'm a true crime yeah. buff. It is it a l- true. It is. It, I I do, and it's like like she worked for the Innocence Project. But like, I know all these like famous crimes, and DB Cooper is like the one that everybody's like, this is was insane. He parachuted out of a- he stole money, got on a plane, flew off, and parachuted and hurt nobody. So he's also like. He, I mean, he's very Robin Hoodie, so it's and all we have left are just <laughs> some bills, and that's it. It's exactly right because it's the thing because they found some of the bills from mm-hmm. like the thing they found them washed up in the river. And that's why Loki loses some, which is the level of attention to detail that I think this thing is actually fairly well written overall, and also just like the people are just imbuing it with such <laughs> secondary interest, like Renslayer and Owen Will, Owen fucking Wilson. Oh my god,
2: Owen! Do, can we can, can can we please for a second <sighs> talk about the relationship between Renslayer and between Renslayer? and mobius because that was th- that that was a relationship that i was not expecting to care so much about hmm. like like i mean I, I i knew i knew i knew it was going to be important because it's like because like i was getting from the trailers that that, that they were that, that 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 she was obviously you know kind of the head of the tva for, for for what we saw and he and he worked for her but i wasn't expecting to like to like really want to they w- w- want the relationship between them to like, to, to like kind of end on good terms and, and, and have, and, but, but, but then watching them be at that crossroads, it was like, like when, when, when she, when she, when, when she realized, oh, he knows more about how the TVA works than he should as just, as, as just like a minute man or, or, or an, or an investigator and watching kind of like the pain between them when she was like prune him and it's like, oh, it hurt. Like it it, that, that hurt.
0: Yeah, I, ultimately I really enjoyed Slayer on the back end of this series because yeah. ultimately she was kind of right. And I love that element of it that like, you know, they have the disagreement and she's she's open about the fact, she I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I know that there must be a good reason. And so I'm going to go figure this the fuck out and figure out what's going on, which is... I think that's one of the things that I love about, like, kind of the way that we we talk, look at media sometimes. We never think of the reasonable person who's like, somebody must have done this for, like, a smart reason. And it's just, like, that level of, like, oh, I, I feel like everybody, like, ran to the obvious conclusion. But the fact that there's one person and the fact that in the end she's right because Mobius yeah. obviously gets wiped at some point by Kang and she left through a portal. So we don't know where she is, but she probably remembers and is able to, like, do something now. So it is – it is, like – it is – kind of fascinating what does she
1: write about exactly just the idea that any she's, kind of order is better than chaos
0: or what? I think well I think that's what she's saying also like there is a point to this like we're not just here for no reason mm. and that we that we don't that we don't know who is continuously causing this situation does not mean that there isn't a good reason that time should be ordered
1: I think Renslayer was one of the weaker links in the chain character writing no, I, I for me. disagree with that In terms of, like, someone, like, yeah, I mean, obviously, fucking from my worldview, I guess, but, like, the idea of someone, (laughs) uh, you know, saying, no, I believe in this system, I'm going to, you know, stay committed to it because it must be, it must be worth something, you know, I I understand that as a motivation, but I feel like uh, I didn't particularly because all these people are blank slates, <laughs> it's hard to give them a kind of nuanced motivation for why she reacts to new information differently than Mobius does. For instance,
0: I I, I agree with that. But at the same time, I think that like she serves the greater purpose. From my point perspective, the idea of the narrative is that she serves the greater purposes of the centralized figure of authority. And so like, I appreciated that she wasn't just like I'm here for authority's sake you know what I mean like I appreciated that that evolved at the end of the season like it wasn't just a shit show right they explore she,
1: her doubts yes
0: it, which is the point and that's my thing mm-hmm. is like she needed to exist in the context of the show to move like so that Mobius could have a relationship with Loki and then everything just didn't go Loki's way at the end of the season that's why that exists that way mm-hmm. And 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 so like I will agree with you that she is hamstrung for a writing purpose but i also think that i'm amazed that they didn't just leave her as a hamstrung character they like give her secondary emotions and obviously set her up to come back in at season two probably to change whatever's about to happen to loki because it's not gonna be good
1: oh
2: no it's not gonna be good
1: yeah her exit (laughs) scene I, i enjoyed uh with her kind of letting mobius go and uh kind of yeah, her, her resignation, but commitment at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's a complicated thing to pull off,
0: it, it, and, 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 and not totally successful. I'm not going to disagree with you, Trevor. I think mm. I I find it successful in the face of her purpose as a character for the first season is to represent the authority of the timekeepers. Mm. That then and, became and also
2: and also clearly dipping out with, with 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 whatever information Miss Minutes gave her, and it's like and it's like well because of. What we learned in episode six, we don't know. We we, we don't fully know who Miss Minutes may or may not be working for. We don't know who exactly Miss Baker told Miss Minutes, "Hey, give her this info." We don't know. We, we don't know what was in those files. So we don't. So with whatever with for whatever reason Renslayer left, that's in and of itself is a mystery, and and could lead to like the future motivation that we see in season two. So who knows? Who's to say?
0: Yeah. Uh, I I ha- I have a sneaking suspicion she will be another plot motivating force in season two to be honest oh, probably. And, and that's not unfair to Renslayer. i just also like you know having writ stuff myself i'm like i totally understand that character that's motivating plot expectives if they're motivating the the atmosphere and threat to loki and i think that's the element that rinslayer represents and it gives her enough of an end to be kind of quote-unquote that other force of corporates uh, not corporate but the you bureaucratic know, bureaucratic, and, and bureaucratic terror i I do which is, love the bureaucratic terror. It, it's it's the first episode does it the best, but it is it does remain. And I love how they tie all the elements into the set design, which it does. And it's like, are you an Android? And I love like, do people not know they're an android Mm. and i like like that that was the scene when that moment happened where i was just like oh i'm gonna love this you know (laughs) everybody
1: compares this to doctor who is like the the big popular thing right oh really for better or worse oh there are even think pieces and shit saying doctor who should be more like this or whatever i haven't delved too deeply into that. that i'm not caught up anyway on doctor who that is but for me hitchhiker's guide is a big kind of touch point in terms of my kind of kooky sci fi experience and how much Hitchhiker's Guide pokes fun at bureaucracy and and these like Sort of defunct, decaying systems of power that, nonetheless, are the most dependable thing. The epitome of the show is when Loki looks up after the seeing the drawer full of Infinity Stones and says, "This is the most important, like the most powerful force in the universe." I love that. Once we had that line, I was just hooked. I was just on board with the show wherever it was going to go.
0: And and I love I love like how depressed mm-hmm. Loki gets <laughs> that his entire life has not mattered, which is the correct response to seeing his, the TVA, right?
2: His his entire life is literally just to serve as motivation for, ev- for literally everyone else around him.
0: Which is such a fun way to meta-textually comment on how shitty Loki's arc over the course of the MCU is. Right. But he is! He just serves yeah. as a thing <clears throat> for Thor. He serves as a villain of the moment. And we just fell in love with that villain. And it, it also kind of underconsciously textualizes the fact that the audience fell in love with him as a villain because he's out here doing Doing his thing, but like at the same time, we just want him to be a good guy so bad.
1: It's my favorite version yet of seeing Marvel's TV format enable like actual inter- interiority to characters that we've kind of brushed over. Just all the crimes against oh humanity that Loki has done, right? Not only for slap him and I'm say sorry. this I'm is sorry. from I'm New sorry. York, right? Here. But I'm over
2: here having my own moment because 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 now, now I'm just realizing with, with, with how the show contextualized. Yeah, no, you you were here just to motivate everyone else i'm just like loki is the black side character without being the black side without being the black side mm-hmm. character
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> because the
2: black side character is always even 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 literally sam wilson to steve rogers is the is like the black guy who just comes in and is like yes you can do this steve don't worry about it you got it and steve's like you know what yeah hell yeah i can save my best
0: friend <laughs> I, i'm not gonna do it but like there is an article i need to send you peter oh my God, please it. send it to me sam to me. was like what is the you know, you know what's the term it's it's called the magical yeah
2: yeah yeah um, you know what i'm talking about yes <laughs> i forget the term but i know exactly what you're talking about um v- I- v- very very uh song of the south
0: Right, it's the hmm. the word I'm not comfortable saying for obvious reasons. <laughs> oh, magical negro! I'll
2: say it, magical negro. Yes, uh, thank
0: you. All right, that's what I point. Boom, the boom, point boom, boom, is, boom. say it, Peter.
2: <laughs> I was just
0: like, I was like I'm sorry. I was like,
1: I was like, I need another push.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> well,
1: I, I, I need. I really need us to crystallize this. How does Loki fit this trope? I, I really, I just need to understand fully.
2: Well, he, well, well, he is magical, so boom, sure. There's that, uh, right? And 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 he and he 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 very much just just because of who he is ser- ser- serves as the reason for why everyone else around him steps up to do their shit. I see. He sh- like, he, he showed up, he showed up to New York being evil, got all the Avengers together. He like, he fucked up shit and he fucked up shit and in, un-Asgard, in which, 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 yeah. which, which, which then causes Thor to, you know, finally become worthy of, of, of wielding Mjolnir. Right. Um, <clears throat> he got, he got to, uh, fucking, um, in in, uh, in 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 Thor in Thor three and Thor Ragnarok he he got he got to where Thor ended up long before and was like yes no don't do this and Thor and, and Thor is like better for it. Um,
0: like I he- I also love the bit in Thor Ragnarok when they're at the end and he betrays him for the hundredth time and Thor already has a double cross ready. That was the best moment in Loki where he's just like you're or he just like sits there and like pokes him in the chest and that was the first time i honestly think that's like the first time thor has like a real character in the mcu to be entirely honest with you guys like no, no offense wrong. to him but like thor ragnarok's the first movie that like gives him a character and then at the end he's like you're so and i just I just it's so fucking hilarious because he's like you're so goddamn predictable you're a chug. <laughs> like it's just, and then just like walks the fuck away. It, and yeah. I just like, i see if your, love your family
1: moment. member, like your brother being disappointed in you, like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah, like,
2: to, 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 to the, to the point, to the point that when he walks into the room, when, when Valkyrie is captured, you, like first thing he does is he just throws a cup at you to make sure you're there. Like that's mm-hmm. the level of predictability he expects from you. He's just like, wait, hold up. Give me the cup.
0: Fling. Which I also think is like, uh, I think that's, uh, <laughs> I I just think it. I think it's overall. I just think that this had so the MC. Look, one of the things that I think I was, I'm going to disagree with, and this is maybe not a fair point because I think I've had an argument with Ben about this. so I don't want to have the argument and contextualize it as Ben's side of the argument because that's a dangerous thing, and I don't want to do it. And I don't want him to not be here to be able to. I'll play Ben. Him sweet <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> <This is fine. laughs> okay. look the point is is like i i do think that one of the things that i say is that the marvel universe does have character it has a lot of characterization and it has characterization in the same way that comic books have characterization which is that they're not afraid of its overarching like it doesn't feel the need to make everything make sense and that is an intentional thing and within the context of making a moment to moment interaction cooler for the subject matter. And I think one of the things that I think is excellent about Loki is that it this is the exact sort of s- like show that took the weird shit from the mcu from comic book and that's my favorite comic book element too where you take the weird crap from a comic book and contextualize it into a good story that then feeds it this is a comic book story down to the core of it and that's like why the first infinite crisis in dc works because we took all these oh we made a multiverse it's now too confusing let's compress it into one space so we take the actual comic book bullshit thing that happens and we weave it into an actual enthralling story and i think that's the thing i think this is like the moment where loki is the moment in the mcu where like the mcu got too big it's too ridiculous and it's too out there and we don't give a shit anymore and it took all of this stuff or like how the timeline is all weird and shit and it just uses that element of like this timeline being too unwieldy comments upon the unwieldiness, and then folds it back to emerge into a new thing and this is this is going to be the final moment and as as to if a comic book movie franchise can truly be comic book like, which is to say how good is it at reinventing itself after it completes on its goal? The MCU has completed on oh, okay. itself I and see. I have not till Loki thought that they could really rehash things into a context and redeliver us another fourth tier or fifth tier to me. Like I thought we got to Thanos I'm done, you know, like I'm not done. I'm going to continue to watch these things. I'm interested. I love MCU and Thanos was Thanos and the Infinity War was so good. And I'm so glad I was part of it and I've lived through it. But now the con- <laughs> like this is this is, the, this is the thing. This is the single show that single handed recontextualized it and did it in such a comic book fashion as to give me faith back again into the universe. Now, I don't think the next year is going to be great because I think COVID has fucked up all their production of what they wanted to and to not happen. So very likely I thought I'm, I'm sorry. Like, here's my thought process. This is the article that's been writing in my <laughs> mind for the past couple of years. Avengers Happens then they're trying to do a new fourth season it's already difficult because of how like they they completed upon in-game they did in-game and so they got to everything that like was the original plan of kevin feige and now they're trying to go off yeah, and continue yeah. keep it going and then this happens and now we're getting like a black widow and it's all in doubt and everything looks shit right like i was like okay well this is where this is where it dies right <laughs> like because like we don't care anymore and then on the far side of this are we going to keep caring i honestly think and maybe this I'm alone in this because I'm again meets me and Peter, man, with high five up here. We're the comic book nerds. But this is like the attempt that works for me in terms of recontextualizing into a new story, taking the existing story, folding it back on self, trimming fat and also emerging into something that may be an interesting story to tell in future movies. And that is what I think that they wanted to do. And I think this succeeded whether or not it fails in the future due to bad movies or everything, Cause it could you could recontextualize something properly and then they, they drop the ball next year. Like you know, that's, that's something they could totally do. I'm not doubting that. I just think that like, damn like this was this was this is the thing because that's the thing you have infinite crisis you have all sorts of crisis you know oh yeah from dc yeah I, I don't dc is an easier person to poke fun at for this because they just do it all the time <laughs> they just take their universe compress it re uncompress it recompress it make the new 52 do it backwards i mean that's but the, marvel does that too because they have ultimates ultimate offshoots and then we fold oh, it yeah, back well, into it, and now and miles they, Morales is his main universe yeah, I mean, with like
2: Miles Morales, and I think, and I think like like uh, the Ultimates version of Reed Richards. I think his name was like the Creator or something.
0: Oh, dude, the Reed Re- Ultimate Reed Richards is the most fucked up thing.
2: I've I've only read snippets of what he's done. I have like, I
0: have the whole run. I'll just send it to you, Peter. I have like literally the entire run of Ultimate Fantastic Four. I will send you the box. It is awesome, and it's just okay. sitting in my ass. <laughs> I'll send you the box, dude. It, oh I have like. I have there's like 200 plus graphic novels in a box with all, there's so there's so many well so you, you got we forget how long ultimates ran ultimates was really popular before they folded it back in because they just they did exactly what they did they cast the net where you had a good entry point for younger viewers to come in onto these things because I was never an ultimate I was never a fantastic four fan I really got into ultimate fantastic four mm-hmm. it was also much more lifelike I enjoyed like how fucked up like they made the universe like way more fucked up it was definitely for an older audience to try to reel them into existing fan fantastic four timeline like, hey you want
2: to get back into comics now that you're now, now that you're an adult
0: it's like maybe And i remember that they tried to draw more people into fantastic four after the fact because they're like now spider-man's a member of the fantastic four and he's got a uh, white suit that remember
2: that that sucked i didn't, I didn't realize that that, that that was when that first happened
0: it sucked ass because his power scale is like so much higher than theirs, just person mm. to person <laughs> Mm. I, I don't know, man. Like a thing is classic, but like, I like you know, Mister Fantastic. Is like I'm smart and threaty. Like I'm great.
2: <laughs> but no, I, I, I get, I get, I get what you're saying though, with like recontextualizing everything, because that, because I even I, I remember even for myself, like th- that that was kind of the big question of like, okay, well, Marvel Studios has been building up to Endgame for the past eleven years. We have known since 2012 uh that than that thanos was going to be the big bad and based on the comics that he has appeared in he is a pretty damn huge villain so and and then when endgame came out it was like it was literally such a huge cinematic like cultural cultural cinematic moment like I I, I, don't, I don't want to draw any direct comparisons or anything for for for, for, fear, for fear of anyone like tweeting at us and being like "fuck you." No, it's not. Um, happens, once a week.
0: Uh, <clears throat> happens once a week. Happens
2: once a week. Star Wars. I. You know what? I'll just go. I'll just come out of it. I'll say. I'll compare it to that. Star Wars. It was a big, huge cultural moment of like going to going to the theaters and watching watching the very first Star Wars, and then watching Star Wars episode six. Um watching luke defeat the empire ultimately um and so it's like well where do you go from here and it's and i i know i agree it, it's going to be interesting to watch how they <clears throat> how 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 they, how they choose to develop and combine and parallel and align all of these stories because i remember back it was like maybe two years ago uh during, during, during comic-con when they announced all of their titles for phase four for both film and TV on Disney plus. And it's, and, and it was the very quick realization that it's like we, that just by the number of titles, like combined for, for like not, not, not caring whether they are TV or movie, we're getting just about the same number of titles of individual things in the next three years that we got from the MCU in the last 11. And that's crazy to realize. It's so I so, so I'm, scary I'm very to me curious me like, in a word, but <laughs> oh no, it, no it it's it's oh, crazy like scary, it. <laughs> crazy scary, insane. No, I I, I, I fully agree. It's so like, like it's,
1: good scary. It's good scary. I don't know. It's like it's all this could scary. be good, but also uh, it could be really bad. <laughs> it's so much uh, at once. I, just, well, this because this is, that,
2: that is so many balls for them to be juggling, just like up in the air. Like okay, can we catch all of them? Can we? Can we? Like no, um, we
0: can't. We're gonna have some hulks no, in there. We're going to we're going to have some Hawks and Thor ones in there. <laughs>
2: Uh, I, I, I re, I re, I it's re-watched, not that bad. It's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, I, I, I rewatched <laughs> Thor 1 like like 3 3 weeks ago with, with with Hunter and we were like, "You know what? Yeah, this movie was good. But I don't know why, why it gets shot on." It, it gets <laughs>
0: shot on because what's it's what's its face. It's who's the Shakespearean actor Trevor. You know him? Uh, he's Hamlet. Uh Uh what's um, the
1: context I'm missing the connection? Uh, uh
0: he what's who's the guy that plays Hamlet in the most famous Shakespearean actor adaptation to film? What are you talking
1: about the guy who plays Odin? Um uh,
0: No, blanking. no, no. He he plays uh he's not in it. Uh, uh Laurence
1: Olivier's Hamlet? Jesus,
0: Jesus, guys. Come on, he's... Oh, that's classic.
1: Then there's uh, Kenneth Branagh's
0: Hamlet. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh. There we go. What about him? He directed that first Thor. Oh, oh, yeah, right.
1: Kenneth Branagh Yeah, Thor is the Shakespeare of the cinematic universe, as my brother yes. likes to say, because he, Thor yeah. is his favorite, and he's yeah. constantly made fun of because of it. Well, I rewatched Dark World recently, and it is like better than I remember. I'll say
0: that. Oh, dude, Dark World is the one that I like, I like watch, and I'm like, this is so bad. Dark <laughs> yeah. World is the one that everyone's just like, But what it's, is I, it's but so Itty unapologetically
1: context. fantasy, is, is like oh, a good thing that's about fair. it. It's fair. It's like, you know? yeah.
0: Yeah, I love how their swords light up. Like, they change that little element. Like, all of a sudden, now the swords just all light up whenever they swing them. And I'm like, why? Because <laughs> like, 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 they, they didn't don't change any of the other design elements other than making all the Asgardian swords light up like lightsabers when they chop with them. And I'm just like, h- how did this get so animated? <laughs> like, even <laughs> by my standards, I'm like, what the fuck is this like, weird trash? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, 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 I. I don't know. I think one of the things that is funny to me is that, like, contextually, as this is the difference for me between this and Star Wars. As I am getting farther away from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I am looking back on the dumb elements of this universe. And with Loki as like the threshold gate, because I'm on this side of Loki, I think we're going to have bad stuff in the future and it's not going to be as good. I think Loki is successful to point. The, I think I think the point that I'm making is that Loki is a high watermark in, a, in creating a Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think one of the elements of that is that it allows me now to look back with kind of this fondness on the dumb shit that happens, because Loki makes fun of it too. <laughs> and that's like, and mm, and that's yeah. and it's and it, and it makes it better because you go back and you watch Thor one, and you're like, this was dumb, but I like it. You know, and that's the but funny like, thing.
1: But it's, but it's it's dumb, but you're like, it's it's still good. Well, yeah, I do think it's, that that makes it almost sound like Loki is kind of cynically, ironically jabbing at like all these hallmarks of all those movies. But I don't think there's like specific sarcastic oh, it's not jibes at anything, cynical. it's not cynical
0: say. it's 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 definitely commercial <laughs> like, well, like yeah. remember like, I, like I, I didn't say cynical at all trevor like it is commercial it's like wasn't this weirdness great like that's what well, i mean what it's like doing. it doesn't
1: call out anything in like the thor movie specific like a specific scene like say thor ragnarok does kind dude, of put it the whole, literally, you know. it
0: literally calls out Thor myth like Greek Norse mythology as a whole as a reference to gods and how it's just weird how they call themselves gods. Oh, it literally yeah. uses that as a direct reference, which is a conversation between when he's saying this, like, this is a TVA, so weird, and he's like, you're a Norse god, how is this more weird? Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. oh, also, I feel like that's that, yeah. that was like lines that Owen Wilson could only pull off, too. Like, I just, yeah, like, there were yeah. conversations between Tom Hiddleston, which I felt like like somebody wrote them and they're like alright we gotta get somebody who can act a conversational scene and that's like why to, uh, Owen Wilson came to exist in this work because they're like who the hell is gonna act opposite uh, Tom Hiddleston
1: the comedic writing is like Maybe a little cliched at times, like the um or like some low-hanging fruit, I guess. Like the uh the whole thing where yeah. he starts making, you know, examples out of his lunch and Owen Wilson just says, That's 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 my lunch, you know? And it's it's such like a it's not a brilliant comedic bit, but I I would watch that scene like five six times you know like i just why they pull it off so well
0: it's why you bought owen wilson (laughs) like you got you got tom Hillston. now we're just gonna buy Owen wilson and we're gonna have him sell some of these scenes and it works it works i'm sorry i i think that's the thing that i think i am totally shocked by is the fact that like this weird parallax like jump to this new existing universe or like excuse for an existing universe like worked like this is the kind of thing that you shove off to the side explains what's happened in the greater universe, and only people that are like, you know, really interested in this contextual stuff will it. go and see it. Yeah, but everybody's gonna watch this one because Tom Hiddleston, because he's hot, and that's what everybody wants to see.
2: There, there, there are, there are three things I still want to talk about, though. There's a lot like, of the, things the, I want to talk about, Yeah, that, that, that we have like yeah. th- three, there are three specific things that, that we have that we haven't addressed. I'm gonna talk about uh, Sylvie, right? Um, uh he who uh, he who remains remains. jonathan majors perfect Mm. and then because i cannot give her enough praise and i have been doing so since episode one natalie holt for the for the music
0: right i want to add one more item to that and i feel like that's a perfect list loki's bisexuality
2: yes Yes, like, yes, yes, we yes, got to yes, talk yes, about yes. it
0: because we it does tie to. into Sylvie a little bit here. Because, because it, it one of the things, and this is a Twitter comment. This isn't really a, a a Jack comment, but I I I enjoy being a mouthpiece for Twitter. Ironically, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so I really don't enjoy it actually. But it needs to be discussed. There was a lot of anger in the back end of this episode because they did contextually identify Loki as bisexual in this universe, mm-hmm. and then immediately introduce himself as a female love interest. <laughs> Also, going through the context of having himself be female, yeah. um, because I'm fairly sure there's a version of the script where he just loved himself, and which is kind of more funny to me. But I, I don't know, <laughs> I, I just, I just. Well, also, I feel like that's not funny and contextual because it's like taking bisexuality and making it akin to incestuous nature which is what they didn't want to draw comparisons between do you know what i mean from a writing perspective Mm -hmm. that was a bunch of holes that they had to like they had to like do a little tap dance again i understand from a writing perspective while identifying him as bisexual but then also like having sylvie be a girl i think that was a good decision because you're not trying to draw a distinct parallel between bisexuality and the weirdness that's going on with loki because it's weird uh, you didn't have to have weirdness with Loki and himself because you know Mobius is right there and god damn I would pay to see them have sex like I'm just saying <laughs> like I mean does anyone else disagree with me like I, I, totally. I, I'm I mean, very straight and I would wrong. pay money for that like I, <laughs> I, I I would I not just money I, I you know
2: July 2021, Jack Newman. I'm I, very straight, but I would pay money to watch
0: that. I mean, I mean, this is
1: like we're, no we're talking one's about that straight. Tom like, Hiddleston having sex with himself currently. Is that is that what we're alluding? To?
0: No, no, Tom Hiddleston no, Tom. with Owen Wilson. I don't want to see this. Oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, oh. <laughs> Eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it. I love that that was Trevor's because that was my initial reaction. And Then I started. I was like, eh, and then I thought about it I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i <I'm good>, yeah. <laughs> I will say when, when this:
1: I-, I love the Owen Wilson relationship more than I like the Sylvie relationship to the Agreed. extent that I was yeah. disappointed. I mean, at first I thought, oh, this show has balls. They just like killed Owen Wilson and Loki, and then I was like, no, idiot. They're not really dead. Um, well, but to the extent honestly, that I was like disappointed that I'm like, oh, we're not gonna get as much uh, Owen Wilson. Look, and then they're just cool. They're just cool, you know. In the next episode, oh, that's fine. It makes sense. It's just it's very quick, you know. Like I just want more. I all yeah, of that.
0: I I also thought there was like an opportunity to do like a Rick and Morty element of it here, where they're like he's a variant, like there can be other Lokis that she can go and find, and then it's like a continuation with him as a characterization, but it's like a Dollhouse scenario, except better than Dollhouse because it actually makes fucking sense. Sorry, Dollhouse is I I feel bad that that is like the fucking example that I go to in these fucking cross-narrative examples where there's actually no main character and there's a, just a continuation that is outside of an actual centralized character element. It's, it's
1: relative in like a TV format, although this is a much shorter format than Dollhouse. Exactly. Probably. Which uh, which, as which I saw it it, anyway, which makes Finjathon. it
0: superior. I, they could probably carry it if they wanted to do it because it is shorter. Because you're not you're not going three seasons not giving a shit about Eliza Dushkin. Also it's Eliza Dushkin which is the underlying issue. So <laughs> i just i I don't i feel so bad that i just shat on her she's a very nice lady probably who knows Uh (laughs)
1: it's um yeah i i mean i am gonna get more oa wilson and tom hendleston in the next season though in like alternate reality when we have to reestablish the relationship build it back from the ground up though so i guess i shouldn't be complaining about that um
0: yeah i i I think it's good. I think I think how much I'm very interested to see what they do with season two because obviously it's an introduction point for Kang or it's not because it may just be another redirect where he's back on the timeline and other elements of it. Though there that, is now
2: that that, that that's the, that's the next thing I wanted to say like yes. with, with with Jonathan Majors as he Who remains AKA well well not even AKA he Who remains slash Kang. I, I I I like I like how the way that they introduced him. And that majors apparently, as, apparently, as, as as I heard, he was also able to, he was also allowed to improv a, a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of his characterization in in, epi- in episode six. Um, <clears throat> we got to meet him as as a man who was at the end of his rope, as he said, very old, tired, over it, and done, and 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 the, and, and him telling us there are multiple. Almost endless versions of me that could be out there if I'm not taking care of everything, and so and and, and I and I and while 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 I while I will say just like I'm going to say right off, very much enjoyed how he was how he was introduced. Like, like I, I remember um uh, when when Hunter and I watched the episode, we, we were talking we were talking about it the next day. He he brought he brought up how. Uh, for 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 he who remains on screen. He didn't necessarily come off as intimidating, but the, but the, but the, uh, intimidating as like this force that you should just be immediately afraid of. But but then the two of us agreed that because of what because of what he said and because of what he insinuated and what we now know is coming, that was probably the point because he was like, "I'm old, I'm tired, I want out." I I, I appreciate that even with. What I thought was a great introduction to this character, we now get to potentially see him pop up virtually almost anywhere, and virtually any character, any characterization that he and that, he and that particular director chooses. Because we have, because we know, re- because we know that we could potentially get multiple versions of him, and Jonathan Majors is is, is, is a great actor. He is. If If Lovecraft Country is any Lovecraft Country, is, is, I was waiting is, for
0: is, it. Is, is,
2: if, if If Lovecraft Country is is, is any indication, is, is indication. Props prop, props to Lovecraft for all the I mean, nominees just want to say boo to HBO man, and say that they're not gonna renew it for a second season. How dare they? <laughs> that sucks. Um,
1: I it, still haven't finished that show. I probably never will, but I do love oh, Jonathan Majors. Oh
0: dude, no, it's good. I read oh. the book. I read the book,
1: okay? <laughs> it and I love make loved,
0: it better. Oh.
1: I, I loved but, I loved the last episode that I saw, and I love the performances in that show. I just I, 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 mm, I Katie that's a, that's Katie ditched podcast. sorry, you're you know, you're, you're, you're if, hitting if you hitting on it. Get
0: Katie into it. Katie ditched it too on me, and I was very upset because i was very much enjoying it and then we were watching it over dinner and she's like i'm just gonna stop watching this you can watch it in your spare time and i was like it's not a dinner show anymore i want to watch it over (laughs) dinner (laughs) I thought we were having fun, and then it's back to the Bachelor, and I'm like, "You bitch!" Well, <laughs> like, it's, it's- she
2: was like, "She wants drama. She wants like real life drama happening today."
0: <laughs> real, oh, real life drama.
2: Really, "quote beat uh, no, but no. But with with, with, as, with as great of an actor as with as great of an actor and versatile of an actor as, as majors is, I am legitimately excited to see work to see where and how he pops up next.
0: Here's the cool thing about Kang in this to me. Mm -hmm. We take this series and it's a evolution of Loki at his worst, where he's trying to conquer the New York City, going through the general evolution that we've already seen in the universe. It's like this over and over and over again. Loki eventually becomes a good guy as he moves forward in the timeline and as he moves forward in this, he becomes a good guy, which I really enjoyed seeing him hit. seeing he who remains and seeing the variant of the villain in the future at his good guy stage yeah it was literally like loki becoming a good guy meeting himself in the the good version of another villain and realizing that we're gonna have to deal with the villain at the other end of that stage i'm not gonna lie to you guys i'm not a huge fan of kang and this is why in the context of like Thanos with the infinity gauntlet has a really cool set of powers based on the affinity gauntlet. It's very powerful and he can, depending on which gems he's got, it's like cool. He can move space. Like it's, and that's, and I think that like lends itself to cool combat. And I'm not gonna lie. That's yes. me. That's the D and D nerd in me talking. It's like, Oh, we're going to throw a moon there. It's cool. You know, that shit is cool to me kang just has devices essentially as a villain that just let him do ex machina like he's essentially rick sanchez in the marvel universe and he just got he's just he's just got something in his back pocket that gets him one more than the heroes until he doesn't and that's like why i'm not Uh, i'm I'm never been like a huge fan of kang i'm not gonna lie because he just has technology so it's just it's just whatever he's got okay i got a piece of technology now i can lift thor's hammer that's the we made rules for a reason you fucking rule breaking bitch like i don't know i don't care how far into the future you go you can't break all the rules like i sorry which
2: which, which means that marvel studios is going having all of that knowledge and having like decades of like him popping him in comics that means that they're going to have to intentionally very intentionally ground this character so it is
0: because because there's no winning against because like no offense like that's him like he's yeah. he's he's at the beginning and end of time he knows the game like like that's there's no winning against this dude and that's he, that's he's, fun. he's
2: very he's very uh, he's very aslan from lion witch in the wardrobe movie don't talk to me about the old laws we witch i was there when it was written that's him yeah and, <laughs> and and
0: and that's but but also i feel like he's like again he's a de- he's deus ex machina villain and that you know, I'm going to beat the good guy up for this reason because I got X and and I had X here and X there and it doesn't matter. And I think that's that's why I'm not like super excited about Kang. I am excited about Jonathan Majors imbuing this. Just I mean, I'm sorry. He's like he like even more so than Thanos. He's also characterized as just space Hitler. I want it because it's there. <laughs> like and that's I just I never. <laughs> I'm really, if there was ever a villain that they needed to take and they really needed to fucking turn the wheels and make it different, this guy. This guy right here. Because Thanos is fascinating. I mean, they removed the bit about death. I get it.
2: Probably for the better, if I'm being honest. ah, But we could have. I'll, I'll I'll
1: never. I'll always be like. For something I don't know anything about, curious about the whole death (laughs) thing.
2: Oh, no. It's it's super fascinating for his character. But for cinematic blockbuster film purposes probably for the better
0: also it they couldn't do death because wade wilson is not in the marvel universe because it's my favorite thing about anything in the yes. marvel universe yeah. death is just dating wade wilson right <laughs> and, because she's and, like, like thanos is like having they'll have like this huge avengers arc and thanos is just trying to oppress this chick that's just secretly banging wade wilson and, and, she's
2: just, like, and, <laughs> and she <laughs> will just silently and she'll do, she won't even say anything she'll just silently be like i'm screwing around with Wade because he can't die I can't have him and that makes him interesting
0: it's so good (laughs) it's
2: so weird there's
0: and that's but that's like the thing this is where we're coming full circle with Loki we're getting into the so weird it works territory and we're Mm -hmm, able to mm -hmm, we're mm -hmm. able to we're able there's so much lore now we're able to feel unmoored in the lore and to feel that we can have new interesting stories that's what Loki did for us. We can just do this, and I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. We're gonna get actors change. Like here's the other thing: that new Marvel deal that just happened, where we don't have actors for long-term movies. That happened because we introduced the multiverse, and now we can just have them change out for no reason because of the multiverse. I <laughs> so did not realize
2: that contract thing had happened.
0: Why that happened? <laughs>
2: I didn't even realize it had happened.
0: Yep, they're just timelines don't matter anymore and that's the bottom line so they can do whatever the Tim- fuck they want wibbly wobbly. well
1: yes yeah. and at the same time the next spider-man is slated to have i i believe you know the the one that we're familiar with in the mcu with villains played by um you know the actors Raimi. from yeah from the Ramy and the andrew garfield versions so oh my god Kill you know my there could still my, be some form of continuity. So. This is Peter. Yeah. Are, we gonna get, are we going to get... Doc and Electro. If we're going yes. full
0: multiverse yes. with yes. Spider-Man, are we going to get... Can we... Oh, Peter. I do want it too much, Peter. I want it.
2: I don't know where you're going.
0: Miles, motherfucker! We want
2: okay. Miles! Okay, <laughs> no. Okay, I'm sorry. Because I, I'm, I'm not... I'm, <laughs> What do you think we want? Well, do you want Miles in live
1: action, or do you <laughs> yes, want? Okay. Yes, Okay. I mean, <laughs> fair. They, 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 we they, wanted they Miles
2: all, to begin
0: with because they
2: Peter hinted can at fuck it at right home. Home. They already hinted at it with Homecoming. I'm sorry, I didn't know if you were going for like, do we get Miles, or are we going to get the Spider Get in Spider Man event with the, with with the fucking uh like uh like the, the fucking eat eat eat, eat. Eat, 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 the, eat the soul of those touched by the spider group of, of the, that 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 whole family coven deal. I
0: mean, I'm straight up down to have Spider-Mageddon, but I don't think they're ready to do that.
2: No one's ready for that. That is literally something that can only happen <laughs> in comics. No one is ready for that. You say I'm that and
0: we that. just watched Loki, which I would have I d- said <sighs> five years ago was something that could only happen in fucking Pipe comics. I'm um, just saying I, that's the fun thing about Loki as a comics fan for me. I watch this and I think to myself. This is something that was not possible 5 years ago. That's just was a not, bottom another we got we got we got there and it just worked and I'm just, and, it, and it's not even, it's not even the other thing too. It's good. It's not even bad. Like it's not it's, even it's, like, it's, it's, it's not it's, even it. a comic book wet dream. It is both a comic book wet dream. And at the same time, a viable piece of media. And that's just <laughs> what blows my fucking mind. Yes.
2: <laughs> um, can, can, can we move on to talk about Natalie Holt? Because Sorry.
0: I, y- y'all need to like okay. redirect me. I've, I've obviously mm-hmm. tangented enough.
2: <laughs> I, I want to talk about Natalie Holt and, and, and the, and the fact that, um,
1: <clears throat>
2: uh, so uh, dur- during episode one, I was like, this, this this is this is good music. like like I'm I'm liking this backing track for oh, yeah. <laughs> inter scene here. And then and then and then and then the second that we like first like got officially first got the title card for Loki, that whole theme, I was like, oh. I'm gonna fucking love this music for the entire show, and I was right. I love Natalie Holt did an amazing job with literally every piece of music that that she touched in this in in in, in this in in this show with 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 the, with the use of the theremin across, across everything with, with like with with the, with the, with the whole lay with the whole le motifs for the move. Loki and Sylvie and the TVA. It was just so moving, like it was. It 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 it. it, it her, her, Holtz music took scenes that were already going to be like super emotional or action packed and heartfelt, and just like raised raised the bar so much for me. I was like, I can't. I need. I need. She did. She did. She did a great job. She it's, did a it's, fantastic job. I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. I,
0: I, I want to just say this too. The two instruments there that they kind of bring up are the Theremin and the Moog synthesizer. The Moog synthesizer mm-hmm, is a very mm-hmm. specific sort of 80s synthesizer, very famous for Clockwork Orange. And it is uh, okay, yeah. heavily used in this show. And it, more so than the Theremin, the Theremin is almost like thematic to certain characters which i love because the there oh, so. which is funny because the moog is not as recognizable it's like the moog is all the way through and the theremin is like very specific scenes and i love i love their use of it, it I, I do think they just i i just i just love too that like there's not really a reason that we went for 60 70s bureaucracy for the TVA. Nope. we just did it and it works and it's because kang's a weird asshole that he did that and i just love that and i love that there's even a in-universe reason like he, kang's just like yeah like the 60 70s we're just going to do
1: that (laughs) well there's something to say for the horror of confronting a holographic uh of iworks like disney aesthetic uh oh yeah uh avatar for all the knowledge of all time and space (laughs) there's nothing more horrifying in this show than when they get into the citadel and miss uh minutes pops up in their faces (laughs)
2: like i love in their face takes up the entire screen you're like okay i'm sorry what
0: it's, I love I love that, too, because you have this most It was Miss Minutes. Like I like I honestly to like as much as they took me on a ride, like I knew it wasn't going to be completely Miss Minutes by the end. But I was like, maybe we just encounter Miss Minutes at the end of the universe, which is kind of funny. I don't know. I like I loved everything with that. I love how cute she was. I love how Disney tastic it was. I love how everything was like retro Disney future, which is kind of, I think, a better descriptor of like what the style is. It's yeah. definitely Tomorrowland. Disney is like the thought through process and miss minutes is like the element that makes me absolutely think that which again is like maybe an element because it is disney plus so it's like money 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 you know that's just like I, it's, I it's know, lampshading like but it's very it's good, good lamp-shading. It, it, it's, yeah. ma- it's lampshading that is like honest to some extent what i which i think is just you know kind of good i just i just one day i just want disney to just like toss in like a mickey mouse into like a really really corporate evil situation just like in one of these pieces Dude, Epic Mickey, they
1: kind they kind of did it there.
0: Yeah, but like I I want it to be like on something that people watch.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the 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 fact the fact that Tara Strong was the was was the voice of, or rather, is the voice of Miss Minutes was like such a wonderful thing to me. It's like, yes, please, and thank you. This woman who has been the voice of so many characters I have watched and loved and enjoyed throughout throughout all of my. so, so much of my childhood is now meeting me again in this thing. I'm watching as a full grown ass man.
0: Ah, dude, she's always Raven for me. That's like the one that I always think of as she like Teen Titans. Raven.
2: She's Raven. She's Timmy Turner from, from, from Fairly Art Panner She's Ingrid third from Disney's Fillmore. She's the um,
0: girl in boondocks. Uh, who is that? I can never remember. She was in boondocks. Name. Yeah, she was. She was boondocks. She was the little, uh, the little uh, girl with blonde pigtails. Wow, I, did oh, right. I didn't know. Oh, she's Timmy Turner. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's Timmy Turner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and man. she's both versions of the animated uh, Raven. She's Batgirl. She's a yeah. lot of things. She was the princess. Jesus. Yeah, she's Batgirl. She's the princess in uh, Fuck Me. Uh, no, don't. That's not a suggestion. A lot of Rick and Morty.
1: Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Well, she's she's kind of famous. She was also Aisha in uh, the new version of Jack's uh, Samurai Jack. Uh, mm. Which oh, people okay. really hated, but also I kind of love. And I will, def- I'm, I'm not going to defend it because I don't think I can defend it. But at the same you're time, you're like, I don't care. I want it. I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her dying at the end. It was like a lot of fun. I was like, oh, this is so fucking pitch black and dark for Samurai Jack. And I just loved it. And then I read the internet and I was like, man, people are really obsessed. <laughs> like people were really upset i was like i was like I i did i'm sorry i'm not gonna get into this let's let's talk about something else oh my god
2: she was dill pickles from rugrats
0: dude she's bubbles from the powerpuff girl
2: yeah well, i knew about bubbles like which is great hello kitty dude she she's basically been in everything oh, oh my, my
0: god. god she's rika in final fantasy 10 girl what dude girl gets around in a good sort of way
2: yeah, she's she, she's
0: great. <laughs> Tara Strong is
2: fantastic. I love her. No,
0: seriously, and she's also in Adventure Time. Oh my god, dude! I I just sorry. Sometimes you pull up like of like a voice actress's like thing, and you realize like, girl, you've been everywhere. <laughs> like I've been everywhere, man. Like you can just I've like you pull up, ne- up yeah, somebody, and you nice. realize she's just been working solidly every day for like the last twenty years as being a voice actress, and you're like more
2: Shit. than more than she she's she's been she's been in the game since like right, the well, late eight like like the late eighties. Let's
0: not age her. She's. Well, no, no, she, no, she's. Been <laughs> i'm teasing i'm teasing i'm sorry
2: <laughs> she she makes she getting work she getting that money i will say this name recognition i
0: hate when you go to our, her imdb page that the first thing that pops up on the known for is batman the killing joke is barbara gordon because yeah, oh that's, that's fucking terrible like give me powerpuff oh, so girls so for dark. fuck's yeah, sake like and she was bat i mean she's uh she's batgirl in the original i think which is like yeah just stick Batman on your home page. I don't care what I've been in. If I had been a voice actor for like a goon in a Batman the original series, that's the first thing that shows up on my goddamn IMDb page.
2: I I would definitely as I would definitely as Dara Strong put 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 like Batman and then Powerpuff Girls just to be like, "You want to know my range? I'm in both of these things. Super dark but also super bright, childish and colors everywhere."
0: Yeah. All right. Let's let's I what else was on the list that you made, Peter? It was a good list. Got two <laughs> it was really, it
2: was, oh, uh, Sylvie. What about her?
0: I I think this is the question, too. Do you think that it's a good performance, a good characterization? I think it's a good performance. I think I th- it's a good performance. I think that she exists to motivate certain elements of Loki's character development in the context of the script. Uh, I think that it is a good backstory. Renslayer not remembering was so dark and I loved it. Uh,
1: "Quote unquote, not remember." I was gonna say that that was very pointed delivery. Oh, you know what
0: I bet? You know what I she bet?
2: To, she totally remembers. She totally remembers. Uh, that's like exactly an action, action movie cliche is.
1: of like, "I'm sorry, what? What family? Like, who are you?" <laughs> does it? Does it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, Rona so does that. So much has happened to, between then and now. I, I Rona just, does that to what? To, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, the yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I really think that, like, my question here is, like, how could this be interesting in the second season? Because right now I can't imagine how the reveal is going to be interesting. I feel like they're holding that in reserve for a reveal for the second season, don't you think?
1: Reveal of whom? Renslayer?
0: For, for Sylvie, what, what is the variation point?
1: Uh. Mm.
0: Because that's no, important. No, yeah, that's important, that. and they've made they it important. It's thematically important, and and it was cute how they couldn't. Sorry, I, the, the 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 I can't trust you can't trust, and I can't be trusted is just such an amazing moment for him coming back on like Loki's actual history in the MCU. And I just yeah. mm-hmm. it, making the variation point be something along those lines is going to be amazing to some extent. And I just want it to happen.
1: I think that's one of the things that gets a little lost for me in terms of, you know, you talk about like how this is a flashpoint and in, in kind of creating a new context for the MCU. Uh, That's one of the things that gets a little lost for me in the soup of like, what are the new rules, (laughs) you know, Um, uh, to where I, I hadn't even thought of that, honestly, as like a mystery that has yet to be solved in the context of this. I think you're probably right. But like I'm almost at a point where I'm like, does it matter? I don't know if I should care. Does the series want me to care? Uh, Uh,
2: I mean, as far as as what the new rules could be, I don't think we're going to get a definitive answer for a while. But as far as what they could be, I wouldn't be too, too shocked if we get kind of a hint of that in uh, in, in, in Marvel's What If, which is going to start next month
0: which i think is something that exists only because the multiverse now exists which i think multiverse now exists and i think that was that was especially the production schedule what if has been done for a while before some of these Mm -hmm. other things were i think that was a accurate and that that's the kind of crazy shit where it's just like i can't imagine anyone ever sending on production like this ever and it's just like only marvel could organize something in this way to make it actually happen which i think yeah. is just because I, I also think just the individual creators have faith i think this is where this is where star wars fell apart as to where this doesn't and i think that the individual creators that are joining the marvel universe at this point have faith in the broader goals and direction of marvel versus I, I have a hard time feeling like there was a lot of like discussion that happened on Star Wars. Sorry, like this is hard not and, to get into a broader a, discussion. And then, the,
2: and then on the flip side, Marvel and by Proxy Disney has has enough faith with 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 all of the individual directors and screenwriters to say, Yeah, hey, we trust you enough to Tell the story that you want to, but still find a way to connect it back to the bigger picture.
0: And it's funny where you there are moments where you can see where that broke down. Like Kevin Feige mm-hmm. and James Gunn was a moment where Kevin where ja- where Kevin Fegi went to bat and said, "This is not a real thing. Stop trying to fire him." And Disney stepped in because they were scared, and it yeah. didn't turn that way. So I think it, after that and other elements, and the fact that he actually pulled off Endgame. I, I really think that Disney as a whole has made a decision to just let Kevin Feige just like run it just, just do it like because and I think that and I, I, I'm always surprised when Disney shits in its own bed right like that's a thing and and you know the whole reason WB exists is to make Disney look good apparently which I think is, like we're going to talk about Space Jam next week which I'm really oh, excited for because
1: I don't know if I for one oh will God. remember it by next week I will probably have repressed a lot oh, of you gotta
0: you gotta rewatch it baby I'm oh, just I, saying I, I <laughs> won't I would not,
1: <laughs> I
2: I haven't watched it yet, but I am planning on watching that sometime this week when Hunter is like not here, not at work, so he doesn't have to suffer through it. Oh, with
1: me. oh I, I made my wife suffer for that with me, and then I was just no. like halfway through, I was Mar- like, you know what, this is a mistake, you can fall. She's like, I'm gonna go to sleep. And I was like, that's can, probably
0: can I, be honest, can I be honest with you? Watch this one and don't watch the original first, and then go watch the original. Oh, I again.
1: want to now, it made me want to, yeah. I no,
0: watched, I, 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 I Space Space Jam. forget the
2: last time I watched the original Space Jam, so like. I will be able to do that without even trying.
0: It is a perfect example how that last 5% of effort can make <laughs> an infinite amount of Damn. difference. Like there's like, it's what it is. Cause they make jokes in the original that are like the jokes in this one. They're not that far apart, but it, it it's so different. Like, it's just, it's like the difference between a 10 and a one is like the last little 5%. And I just like, I, I just like, if we really honestly, like I seriously suggest you watch the original now, Trevor. I or think I anybody will. Else. For,
1: if we're going to talk about it, then I definitely will.
0: It's, so fascinating. It, <laughs> I, I've been,
1: I keep thinking about it because I was one of those 90s kids it was like, oh yeah, I want to order pizza and watch Space Jam. Like that was a thing, you know, like no, I've seen it before it, but, but I want to do it again. The
0: thing that'll blow your mind <laughs> is when they make almost identical jokes in the original Space Jam and it just works for you mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're not sure why and I'm not sure why I am absolutely 100% sure the original Space Jam is a masterpiece or not a masterpiece, but a, it's a symbol. I mean, that's what I keep thinking about. is
1: it, it sounds like a fucking like Rembrandt compared to what I just watched.
0: Well, the other thing too is that, like, I'm sorry, the music. I think another element is just the music and, and the original. Yeah,
1: Space we kept Band. we kept waiting for that needle drop of like the old music too, and it never came. Well, the needle
0: the needle drops in Space Jam, and you're just like, oh, I'm on board. What happened? Hey, we're watching Space Jam for the next 90 minutes. That's what's happening because you just played that song mm-hmm. by R. Kelly, some vps <laughs> on Little Girls, and somehow oh it's still. Wanna, oh my God! Okay, I still okay. Officially,
2: officially, it. now with that, with that, I will say before y'all get too into it because. We're gonna be talking about it next week. Sorry, I sorry. I think we sorry. should score this show.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Thank you for being the voice of reason. <laughs> oh my god, I am useless <laughs> this week. I'm so sorry. All right, it's yeah. We're hyped up on Marvel. Shit. I, I we'll, it is. We'll, I am we're, actually we're, excited for Marvel again, which we, I never thought we, I would be, and I hadn't ju- admitted to you guys did, yet.
2: We just did Black. We just did Black Widow. We're now doing Loki. We're gonna get What If next month, and like, and we have we and, and then we have like two movies and potentially two shows. Like late this year, so yeah. I, for, yeah. for 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 a for a Marvel fan, there's a lot to be hyped about, which is understandable,
0: and it's a lot to be hyped about. Like there is a plan and a future. I think that's the, that's the thing that. Low key change for me like I was yeah. like okay alright uh, I, I, I want to there's
2: a reason for all the future stuff happening I don't
0: want to call you the hater because you're not the hater by any stretch Trevor <laughs> but like you are no please I uh, I have plenty of criticisms that
1: I haven't really gotten into that I don't necessarily want to like vomit out all at once but no, I, I do I want to, you, oh, we I want, want you, you to that's do what that that's we
0: didn't for, want or? this to be overly positive like go ahead like let a rip baby. I,
1: I think this is my favorite Uh, pretty pretty uh, obviously favorite of the three Marvel TV experiments so far yeah um so i'll say that outright i i am so rooting for this in terms of what it's doing and wanting to like it i i think what part of the reason i haven't been more critical of it is i don't really have a very um salient point of of what exactly about the show isn't working and i value what it's trying to do so much that i don't feel like i have a lot to say um i i will say my wife was very much less into this one out of all the ones that we've watched together and that did kind of have an effect on me but also because it's like when something kind of wasn't working for me it wasn't it really wasn't working for her in a way that like i was like yeah i have to acknowledge that now shit uh, and <laughs> everything in think,
0: this was working for katie and i three guesses what was working <laughs> yeah right right
1: which I, I you know i would think would be enough but um, (laughs) i um i i I don't really have a good word for what it is i think maybe uh, that's, that's gonna be shitty but i i think one of the doctor who comparisons that does come up for me in terms of writing wise is like there is stuff and it's it's probably not in terms of doctor who a very good comparison but like there's in terms of writing there's stuff that's kind of it's not even really pacing issues, but there's just kind of certain scenes that seem to stretch longer than they should and that, or that need to be there kind of to make it all work that I don't inherently feel something in. Like I feel myself kind of, okay, yeah, this needs to be here. I get it. Let's, let's go. Let's move on kind of. And I I don't really have a great, like it's, it's not any one particular character or arc or person's performance. It's just kind of a, a slight dissatisfaction with the writing, but not really a big enough one for me to, you know, reject the series as a whole. Because I think, I think that's the thing too. Is there the, in, the more, train scene? The train scene
0: where he's singing.
1: I like that scene a lot.
0: That's one of the okay. Well, all right. I was trying to reach for. One. I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, it is weird. No, it I is, was trying to help. <laughs> it is weird and out of time
1: that scene. But that's one of the things that I love about this show that it it has, and maybe it's it's part and parcel of like what is flawed about it. Also makes it great that it it is so unconstrained with like having pacing to an extent that it just can have a moment like that. And, you know, it reminds you of one of the best episodes of Doctor Who, and and it can just go there and do that. Um, like, I think I'm thinking of Midnight, where they're all trapped on a train for some reason. It's not really the same. But um, I, I don't know. It's like certain conversations between like Sylvie and Renslayer that feel inevitable whenever she's like you know, convincing Renslayer of the fact that she's really in doubt. And it's like, yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. Come on, this conversation wouldn't really happen this way. Or like we're speaking the subtext a little bit, or we're having exposition monologues for uh, like a little longer than they should, or that are performed a little less interestingly, or are are more a slave to the script than to the actor's performance, getting letting them have like moments of panache like fucking Jonathan Majors did, which is also a moment I hate to say it, where like I love that, you know, when Peter told me that he he they let him improv a lot, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. In both a good and a bad way because I love how unrestrained <laughs> he must have felt for them to get that performance out of him, but I also do feel like as I'm watching I'm like, okay, this is dragging a little bit. Like, yeah, I get he's doing the mad thing like a little bit and I like that we're doing campiness kind of with this. I love the idea of this performance more than I like how the performance is serving the writing. Or vice versa. It's a very nebulous criticism, which is why I'm not particularly passionate about, uh, you know, dinging the show for it. It's still an 8 out of 10 for me. I love everything production wise and aesthetically and conceptually that's happening here. Right down to the life and the Citadel and Miss Minutes and the fucking, what is it? A golf cart or some like Toyota Camry or something that Owen Wilson shows. It. No, no, no. It's a pizza delivery truck for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. it's there, yeah. And we get a shot yeah. at the lot, you know, more than any war stuff in the background of the uh, out of time planet i i just enjoy it. the first <laughs> shot is the uh you know the lost library of alexandria you know i feel like that's there for me because i just watched my girlfriend play uh assassin's creed Origins. so well, actually i played origins too but that's a different yeah, story yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just um, love
0: how that's the most thematic wasteland there ever was yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah uh did i say did i say my score for it yet i think eight I yeah
0: yeah me yeah, I, I,
1: I think that's enough for me
0: peter um, uh Go ahead, Trevor. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, no. I'm i, I just I, I think I'm done. I ever the feeling that I get that at the end of every episode of this when the old timey music comes on and we see all these typewriters and shit is just such a great feeling to sit in. And it is so the opposite from even though I think maybe there are some individual episodes of, say, WandaVision, partly because of the structure of the theme where they had like different sitcoms they were trying on each episode that just work better as episodes, maybe. That I still just like this and love this as a whole so much more, even though it left me with a anticlimactic ending cliffhanger ending. I still I I don't feel like underserved by it at all. You know, It, it feels very earned.
0: Yeah. Uh you, you want to go next or me? I can go next, Peter, actually, if you want to. I can go. T- or you want to take the, the last the last hit out of the park or you want to meet it?
2: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, sure. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take the last hit out of the park. You can go next. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, a, I'm a straight up nine. And let me get around to why it is because it's actually not because this is Marvel Universe or because it's weird. And because those are contextual things I want to write articles about. Those That's not why I actually like this show at all. I like this show, and this is one of the weird things. Me and Katie are primarily very different television watchers, and I'm always confused about the thing that we can agree upon to watch. Katie is very much like Pretty Little Liars, Bachelorette, but also you know other real shows. She has a real love for horror films like the Fear Street series, just released the last one, 16 street, 1666 on Netflix. Go watch all three of them. They're fantastic by there by RL Stein. It's about, uh, it's about the history and there's three movies and they're all in a different style of, of, uh, of horror cinema going back through time to the now prestige film and they're moving in the reverse. And it's great. It's also, you know, lesbians, bisexuals, and it's about, uh, feminism. Really. It's really, I mean, the whole movie series is actually really about feminism and the horror genre, which is just like great. Wow. Um, it's, it's a really good thing and it's something that we really need to review, but I mean, it's not been popular. So we did the popular thing first cause I'm a little bitch. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, back to the thought. I, I, think i love this because it was something that ultimately was so thematically appealing just from a set design a characteristic standpoint and also just like how they went about creating their existing universe that it was something that me and katie could very chilly turn in tune into like it's one of those things where it's like it's funny to call this like maybe it's a movie or something along those lines i actually think it was very specifically made into a television show even though to some extent it probably should be a movie for how important it is the overarching marvel universe canon i think it was very fascinating just turn into this and just like get a vibe going and like that let that vibe of time travel and this this panache consume you for however long the episode was because i, and I literally at this exact moment can't tell you whether there's 30 minutes or an hour uh i think it's 30 right it's like 30 right There were like about like 40. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm confused because I'm like, I know that's longer than 30, shorter than an hour. Uh, But my point is, is like, I just think that like from a set design standpoint, from a music design standpoint, it is whether or not, the script made sense would not be important to me which it makes sense actually which I think is the thing that keeps shocking me I was like the fact that this made sense and was not bad is like kind of insane to me because I was all set to defend it just on the basis of how chill I felt tuning into this every week and just how cool it was and just like you know and that's the thing too the show had like the vibe to just be like yeah Loki's DB Cooper and that's the sort of thing that like me and Katie, when it came on the screen, we're both sitting there like screaming. And that's the thing. It's just the thing. It's just it was peak TV for us. And that's all I wanted out of this. And that's and, and it's completely successful. And it is a fun thing. And if it's and and it's just like all the background and like that the, it gives you that depth to dig into. I didn't even dig into this because it was a Katie and me show and it's really weird to me what becomes that like and it's only things like the Owl House or like you know very specific things like you know laid back camp is an anime that I actually got Katie into or the Dumbbells we lift like it's very specific slice of life vibe shows that me and Katie can agree upon and this and this one was a good show on top of just being a perfect vibe and that's why I recommend it that you watch it just for the vibe Outside of the context that the nerd in me is screaming. (laughs) Which is the fun thing because I got to enjoy a fun show with my girlfriend. And then also be a marvel nerd screaming and that was that was where this was like this this was the thing this was the attempt to take the the they, they used tom hiddleston to grab the mainstream audience and pull them into the weirdness and i respect the fuck out of that i respect the fuck out of the decision to take the heartthrob of the marvel universe and use him to drag the, all the ladies <laughs> into the, the weirdness many, one of the many heartthrobs <laughs> i think the bmc for being I, honest I, I well yeah there, everybody's a heartthrob but like it, it, tom i mean i, I tom the hottest right like are we are we there like i'm i'm there like i don't know it depends what what
1: you're into but uh, (sighs) it's no no argument for me i'm not gonna different strokes for different folks it's Mm but i
0: I agree with that yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry thor's hot (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) I still remember him as Fat Thor. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, I'm a nine. I, like I said, I'm I am honestly shell shocked by this. I'm shell shocked that it was a good show on top of a show that I loved, and I'm and I recognize that that's not always the same thing for me. Peter, yup. Um.
2: I'm gonna give this an eight point five. Shockingly, not a nine, but I'm like right on the verge of that. I'm gonna get. I'm giving. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Um, much like you, Jack, I am shell shocked by this show. I, 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 um, when when Hunter and I were watching episode six and see and seeing visually with the timeline with how with how with how it was splintering, oh, cool. and, and, splintering <laughs> and, and splintering and and, and, and like fr- fractaling off from itself and then and, and and having Loki get back to the TVA and it's like. Oh, Mo- uh, Mo- Mobius and the and the, and the Minute, minute Woman—they don't—they don't know who she is. The three statues of the Timekeepers are, re- are replaced by Kang, and 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 then it cuts to credits. And I literally, out loud, screamed, "No!" Like that, like a very immediate, visceral reaction to it. Um, that's kind of how I feel about this show. I I I I, I like that that everything felt very. Like just out of reach, but present, if that makes sense. It, it, as, as far as far as experiencing it, because I am shocked. I, I'm genuinely shocked that they decided to, going back to what I said earlier, pull a Kingdom Hearts and put and, and make this show so central to to whatever they want. I'm not going to say ev- I'm not going to say everything, but whatever they want going forward and not only that but it's good all of the all, all, all of the actors uh, all, 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 of, all of the actors did 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 a, did a great job like i i thought i i thought they were i, I thought i thought they were all great um from tom hiddleston to to uh, sofia di martino um fucking uh, owen uh, owen owen wilson um and then and then, all, and then all of the supporting characters i i thought i thought that they, they were all great Uh, Like I said, with Natalie Holt, um, her music was, uh, chef's kiss cannot get enough of it. The, the, the the second I saw the the second Hunter found out that they had put the music for episodes one through three on Spotify. I was listening to all of them immediately because I, I, I told him that the TVA theme needs to just play whenever I walk into the room because I feel that Epic and respect me because I, because I have arrived with glorious purpose. Um, this movie was just uh, not movie. It, it felt like a movie. This this show was a great fun experience for me, and I am genuinely, genuinely excited for when season two comes, whenever that is. Uh, my guess, just putting it out there, my guess it's, it's it'll probably be probably be shortly before um, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. That's my guess. That that, that that's my guess for what for one yeah. season for when we get season two. Uh, but no, yeah, 8, 8, 8.5 out of 10. I thought the show was great. I very much enjoyed it.
0: Well, we need to wrap up and it's perfect timing because oh, perfect timing, bam, bam. Yeah. Katie just came up and she's a sleepy bear and I haven't fixed the bed so she can't go to bed so no. oh fix it, Jack. alright cool so yeah overall we give it Peter scored 8.5 out of 10 so yeah that's Loki uh, you should be checking it out definitely it's the highest Marvel Universe score I think Trevor's ever given to be honest with you uh, I think I've given
1: something uh, no I've definitely given 8s before I don't know if I've given a yeah,
0: 9 I'm sure I don't think you've given a 9 is more it's saying, certainly my highest
1: score for the TV series so far. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, right, yeah, well, it's, I think it was literally everybody's highest score for the television series, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, th- I, I think everybody I've talked to has agreed generally that this is the best, best in terms of like production. So, I mean, just on a production level, all right. Anyways, for the movie game podcast, this has been Peter Dancy.
2: See y'all next month, uh, for the MCU for what if
0: Trevor Flynn. Uh, bye bye. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. Thank you for listening to the Movie Gang Podcast. Head on over to the Tuscan Shed Media Network. That's thetuskenshed.com where you can check out all our other podcasts, including the pen and paper pod. Head on over there and check those out. And we'll be back to you next week. See you then. I almost pressed end on the call by accident.